Hi, and welcome to the Confident Choices Podcast. I'm your host, Claudia, aka Party Girl Claudes, and I approach wedding planning how I approach life, with detail, practicality, and by confident choices. This is the podcast where we deep dive into everything weddings and beyond, and let's get into today's episode. So on this episode today, um, and just to preface this as well, I'm currently live on TikTok, so I will be pausing at some points, but you obviously won't hear that in the podcast. So today's episode, we're going to be deep diving into everything bridesmaids. So how to pick them, who's paying for them, how to prepare them, what their jobs are, their responsibilities, how to potentially deal with conflict, when to include them, and why you should include them in those topics times, what your expectations are of them, how to communicate to them and how to say thank you and what gifts to give them. I think this is a huge one. So it's going to be a good episode. Um, Keep listening and yeah. So let's jump right in. So I'm going to talk about my experience of how I picked my bridesmaids. Um, I have four bridesmaids. I have three of my best girlfriends and I also have my bridesman, bridesman, my bridesman. (laughs) Um, he's also going to be a bridesmaid with me on my day. So I have four in total. Um, the way I pick them is, I mean, they're your best friends, right? So you want to pick your best friends. That's the most important thing. However, there, there is a kind of like little formula that I think that you should follow when you're picking your bridesmaids. It's really good to pick bridesmaids who are obviously going to be, who are obviously your best friends, right? You want to pick your best friends. But I will also say that it's essential to pick people that you know are going to do right by you, that are going to respect you, that are going to not make it about themselves, that are not going to be narcissistic. Because at the end of the day, the worst thing that can possibly happen to you is somebody being horrible to you and making it about themselves. Um, Picking your bridesmaids shouldn't be hard. If if you have to question somebody, if somebody's going to be a good bridesmaid, you kind of need to question their friendship at the same time. If they're not a great friend, they're not going to be a good bridesmaid. I'll say that again. If they're not a great friend already, they're not going to be a great bridesmaid for you. And the thing with wedding planning is that you want to reduce your stress as much as you possibly can. So if having somebody in your bridal party is going to increase your stress, then don't have them in there period. So I have a friend, not naming names, and she had a friend, we have we had a mutual friend who was very upset that she didn't get chosen as a bridesmaid and she kind of really made it about herself and that situation caused a lot of tension in our group. That person is no longer friends with the two of us. Um it was honestly it was pretty sad and it was really upsetting to see my friend who was getting married be stressed because this girl thought that she was a bridesmaid at her wedding when she wasn't and she was actually never given the indication that she was ever going to be a bridesmaid nobody ever told her she could be a bridesmaid now she was a bad friend to begin with she was not a good friend she was not a good person to have around therefore there's no need to have a shitty bridesmaid if if they're a shitty friend. So that's kind of the moral of the story. Speaking from experience, don't do it. And I'll tell you how I sort of pick mine. You don't owe anybody an explanation to be friends with them. And you also don't owe anybody the right or the privilege to be your bridesmaid. If somebody doesn't want to be your bridesmaid, like that's completely fine, but like you need to give them the option. So like 
if somebody's going to fall out with you over not being a bridesmaid, they want a, bri- a friend to begin with. But when you're picking your bridesmaids, like it's very common when you're picking your bridesmaids to get a bridesmaid box made. So like you'll have like a champagne flute and pajamas and like a, a card asking them to be a bridesmaid. I would almost before that step, ask your bridesmaids first and be like, Hey, look, I'm going to give you an official invitation, but I just want to give you a heads up that I would like you to be a bridesmaid in my wedding. And that gives that person the opportunity to say, I don't have the capacity to deal with this right now, or I would love to be a bridesmaid, but I don't have the capacity to help you. I'm not in the headspace to do it, or I don't have the time and I want to commit to you. Just give people the choice and the opportunity because things get messy. And I don't know if you guys saw, but I did a TikTok a while ago. It kind of blew up and it honestly, I got onto a lot of different media outlets. Like literally, if you Google TikTok and Party Girl Claude's, like 40 media outlets picked up this thing because I argued that anyway, the comment section in that video, I'll like go into it later, but the comment section in that video said a lot of girls are like, I didn't want to be a bridesmaid. This person didn't give me a choice. We're no longer friends anymore. Like you want to reduce the amount of tension and reduce the amount of stress as much as you can in your wedding planning. So checking first, one, your friend will appreciate that so much. And two, you will appreciate that as well, because you know that you'll have a hundred percent somebody who's there for you. So we talked about when you're picking your bridesmaids, you need to pick somebody who's going to do right by you and who's going to have the time and have the energy to look after you for that time that, you know, you're getting married. I don't think it's fair to, again, put people in that position where they're not financially viable to be a bridesmaid or they're time poor. Um, Don't put that responsibility on people because you'll cause tensions in the relationship. So again, when you're picking your bridesmaids, don't, um, don't just look for just your best friends because your best friends could be really unorganized. They could be really not very great. Like, and depending on like, don't, don't just pick somebody just because you love them. Pick somebody because they're going to do a good job because you kind of need to be strategic because you're going to give them duties. You're going to give them jobs. You're going to give them responsibilities. If you have a friend or if your if your sister, for example, is incredibly good at planning, but you don't want her to be a bridesmaid, maybe rethink that because you kind of want to be a bit strategic. <laughs> this one's, this, this is a little bit controversial, but, um, and it has been really controversial because as I said, I made that TikTok saying that it's absolutely a bride's responsibility to pay for everything for your bridesmaids, for your wedding. Like if you're choosing bridesmaids and you want them to be in your wedding, it's a hundred percent your responsibility to pay for stuff. If you have the capacity to do it, if you don't have the capacity to have bridesmaids, don't have bridesmaids. It's actually that simple. If for example, you have bridesmaids and they love you and they want to pay for the stuff that, you know, they want to pay for they they want to pay their own way for your wedding then that's fantastic um but that's kind of like a small community of people that are open to spending that amount of money like it's not somebody else's financial responsibility to take on the financial cost of your wedding your wedding is not their financial responsibility and in that video that i posted i had literally hundreds even thousands of comments of people saying um People saying, 
that they paid for all of this stuff, that they had to put their financial goals aside to pay and be a bridesmaid at somebody's wedding. Like that's actually not okay to do. And if you're thinking that all your, that your bridesmaids, it's a privilege for them to be in your wedding, I would implore you to think again, because it's not somebody's financial responsibility to be involved in your wedding. I'm sorry. It's just not. So when you're choosing your bridesmaids, you need to evaluate how much money is this going to cost me? How much money are these bridesmaids going to cost me? And that will help you narrow down how many bridesmaids you're actually going to have. Because if you say, well, I want 10 of my best friends to be my bridesmaids, but you only have a hundred dollars per bridesmaid, um, or, you know, you expect them to pay all of this money and they can't do it. Like you'll end up narrowing those things down by asking yourself, how many bridesmaids do I actually want to have? who's paying for them? Are they going to do a good job for me? And what are my expectations of them? And you need to go through and sit down and think about all of those things before you really knuckle down and and ask them and then go into the next part. So let's move on to the next part. Now that you've chosen your bridesmaids and you've evaluated how many you can have, you've evaluated, you've looked at your budget. If you want more budgeting tools, you can look at my last um, episode of the podcast and the budgeting that's a budgeting episode. Um, that's an organizational budgeting episode. So look at that. So how to prepare them. Um, this is a big one. So I'm still like, I'm going to be a little bit of a hypocrite here because I'm still finalizing my bridesmaid presentation. I've also done a few videos on TikTok about bridesmaid presentations, but I think that they are absolutely essential for wedding planning and essential for your bridesmaids to know a hundred percent. What am I going to be doing during Like, what am I going to be doing for the entire time that you guys are going to be engaged? What are your expectations of me? So let me walk you through what I'm putting into this bridesmaid presentation and how soon you should send it out. Okay. So you should realistically send out this bridesmaid presentation the second that you have all of the information that you want to give to them. So once this bridesmaid presentation is ready with all of the information that you want them to know, that's when you should send it out. There's no like time frame. Um, this is a relatively new thing that people have started doing in the last couple of years. So don't, as I said, don't get discouraged. So first off, so you'll hear me clicking because I'm clicking through the different pages in my Canva presentation. So first off, um, in mine, I have a page that's called first off and I thank my girls and my boys for being in my bridal party. The second page is the vision. Um, I put some photos from my Pinterest board that the wedding is going to look like. And I sent a link to my Pinterest board as well. So they're really aware of exactly what the vibe is going to be for the day. Um, oh, the birds are, the birds are singing. Um, the dress and the outfit is the next page. So I put in a photo of the bridesmaid dress because I'm paying for it. So I don't need to worry about it. Um, I already know their sizes as well in advance. That's fine. So I put in hair, makeup, nails, shoes, and jewelry. So for example, the hair, I sent a link to that. Well, the hair and makeup, I've sent a link to who's doing the hair and makeup and I've sent them sort of recommendations for how I want their hair and makeup to be done. So for the makeup, I wrote, tell Chloe, who's my makeup artist. She's awesome, by the way. Um, her at is Chloe day M U A. If you're looking for one, um, tell Chloe on the day what you want, but please don't go too heavy. And for hair, I wrote whatever makes you comfortable and feels most beautiful. Now this is super important because you want your bridesmaids to look and feel as beautiful as they would feel on they going, them going out on a night out. You, if they're going to look like crap, if you're going to make them all do updos, but all your friends are 
absolutely hate their hair up, they're going to hate you for the entire day. So the more beautiful they look, the more beautiful they'll feel and the better your photos are going to be. So it's honestly a really good return on investment. Um, for nails, I put in, I either want neutrals or French tips for shoes. I put neutrals, but because my dress is a dark green, I said a black would be better than a white. Obviously I don't want them to wear white and I would prefer them not to wear nude colored shoes because I don't think nude is that cute. I think nude shoes are like out jewelry. Um, I also wrote in here, you know, wear pieces that mean something to you, pieces that you love the most and no necklaces if possible, only because I just don't like necklaces that much which is probably a bit of a personal choice but anyway the next page you should put in your bridesmaid presentation are the key dates so you are inevitably going to have some dates in there that your friends might need to take off work or that you're planning to have your bridal shower or your dress fittings um, the actual wedding day the recovery day when they're required so give them the key dates and what those dates are meant for this is super important um, because there's nothing worse than having a Facebook group chat and you guys are all texting in the Facebook group chat and everything gets lost because you have to scroll up to find these things. If you send them the presentation, they can pin it in their outlook and they're good to go. Speeches. Speeches is the next page that I have in here. Um, I am not having a maid of honor. So I wrote in here because I'm not having a maid of honor. I want the four of my brides people, my bridesmaids to um, keep in touch and write a speech together and nominate one or two of you to say the speech together. You want somebody who's going to say the speech just because it's the mate, your maid of honor doesn't mean they're a good public speaker. So you need to be strategic and you need to ask them, Hey, who's the best public speaker and who's the most comfortable. It doesn't have to be your maid of honor. Don't like, just don't, don't worry about the rules and traditions. You have to do what's right for you and your wedding. The next one that I have is a bit of a funny one. The next page in there is a funny one. Um, so my alter ego is part of your claws. <laughs> so I put a photo of me, the worst photo that I could possibly find that all my friends love and make fun of me all the time. And I wrote your top responsibility is to ensure that part of your claws stays in the closet for the day because I just want my friends to not encourage wild behavior on that day. I kind of want it to be a bit more chill. I want to drink, but I don't want to go nuts on my wedding day. The next one is where you, where they're going to be standing. So in the presentation, I have images of little people with a photo of each one of my friends on top of it. They haven't even seen this yet. So you guys are getting the inside scoop. Um, this is a top tip for where your friends, where your bridesmaids will be standing on the day. But you want your best friends standing behind your partner, not behind you. If you're behind, if they are behind your partner, you will be able to look at them for support, encouragement, and for them to get you in the feels. This is a really great tip and I absolutely love this one. I saw it on TikTok a while ago and I have just preached it ever since. We are absolutely doing that for our wedding. Um, otherwise, you're going to be turning around the whole time and, and looking at them. So the next thing that I was doing was, um, you can hear me clicking around again, is placement. Where are you going to put them? Because I'm not having a maid of honor. If you're not having a maid of honor, this one is a little bit more critical. I've put in my bridesmaid presentation that this is not a hierarchy. This has to do with strategy, the strengths, and really I wish I could have them all next to me. So the girls that will sort of stand 
like that because they're going to go like if you visualize this a little bit because it's going to be your partner and you and the bride the groomsmen are going to stand behind the bride and the bridesmaids are going to stand behind the groom so they can face you can face each other the first ones will go and the last person to go in the line will be the girl who will fluff your dress so you need all the girl or the boy to fluff your dress. So the person you need to pick last to go in that category, that go in that area, um, not category and area. What the hell am I talking about? You know what I'm trying to say to go in that place is the person who's going to be the best at fluffing your dress, taking your bouquet and passing you your vows. So the person who's going to be on it, they're going to be composed. They're going to get their, they're going to have their stuff together. That is the most important person. So you need to keep that in there. You need to keep that thought in your mind and you need to make sure that they're, you know, with it. Okay. Be strategic. Now we're moving on to the hens party portion of the presentation. Now, if you are having a hens party or if you're outside of Australia, it's usually called a bachelorette party. We call them hens parties here. I have no idea why, but anyway, hens parties. So I have a vision in mind for my hens party. I want the, I want a certain theme. I want us to do certain things. For example, we're going up to the Hunter Valley, which is um, a winery area in um, northern New South Wales. And we are, we've got an Airbnb for two nights. There's 12 girls that are going. It's going to be super fun. But I usually the bridesmaids plan the hens. Now, me being a certified control freak, CEO of control freaks, um, I wanted to plan my own. So I booked the Airbnb for the girls, but I want them to plan a portion of it. So which means that we're going to organize uh, buses to and from the Airbnb to the wineries and back. We're going to organize catering um, and we're going to organize the theme depending on what you want your bridesmaids to do. You need to set the expectation and say, look, I'm happy to plan this portion. I'm not happy to plan this portion. I'd like you guys to make this a surprise. I'd like this not to be included. I'd like this to be included. So give them a detailed list and explanation of what you want included and what you don't want included and what capacity you want to be involved in, what capacity you don't want to be involved in. This will help them plan accordingly. And this will make sure that you get the hens party of your dreams, which you deserve. There's also a few other things that I've added in there, like personal anecdotes, um, some expectations, um, things that I want that think, you know, a kind of a run sheet, um, things that are personal to my wedding day. So for example, I've put in the on the day wedding coordinator's number in case things go wrong. And I've also passed along my friend's numbers to the wedding coordinator as well. I'm still yet to discuss and talk about a few things with, with my bridesmaids. Um, but that stuff comes as you go along. If you put as much information in the wedding planning, uh, wedding bridesmaids presentation as possible, they will thank you for it. You will reduce tensions in your group. It will be great. I promise you. So we've talked a little bit about expectations and how to communicate them. So the bridesmaid presentation is a great way to communicate your expectations. You can put a slide in there saying, look, I expect you to show up for these events. These are non-negotiable for me or these are negotiables. You can set your boundaries. You can say, hey, listen, I don't want opinions on these topics. Please do not give them to me. Or I want opinions on these topics. Please do give them to me. Setting your boundaries with them um, is helpful. It lets them know where you guys stand and it just provides a bit of context for them again to reduce tensions and reduce stress and it just means that you're going to be in a good headspace you've already told them you've set the boundaries you set the expectations that'll always be on their mind when they're talking to you about their wedding now how to tell bitches that they're not in your bridal party (laughs) 
I had a friend who unfortunately had an issue with not being in my bridal party. Now, this did upset me quite a bit um, because I love this friend. I wish I could have all my friends as bridesmaids. It's obviously not possible to have them all as bridesmaids. So I said to her, and this is on FaceTime, so I was quite taken aback in the moment. I got teary because I felt really guilty. Um, even though I'm a very confident person, I still feel a lot. And it made me really upset to hear her that way. I simply just told my friend, there are financial constraints involved and I'm not able to have you as a bridesmaid as much as I want to. As long as you bring it, I think like you have to be strategic because as long as you bring it back to money and you say, look, we actually can't afford to have more. And, you know, if you also, if you make it about them a little bit, because if they're asking you why they're not in your bridal party, they're obviously are a bit salty about it. So if you're like, look, I know you have all of this stuff on. I empathize with your situation. I don't want to put more stress on you. And if you joke about it and say, huh, you know what I'm like, you know that I'm going to be demanding. I don't want to put you through that just to make it nice. Or you can go the route and go, you don't deserve to be there. Fuck off. You, seriously, like you could just go one of two ways. I went the nice route because that's a little bit who I am. And I, is, I prefer to avoid conflict, even though I'm good at dealing with conflict. But bringing it back down to, you know, financial viability, like people can't say anything about that. And then if they go, well, you chose Sandra over Mary, like why would you choose them? And da, 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 da. Like if they keep going on about it, just I, I don't want to talk about it. I've chosen who I've chosen. I've chosen them for strategic reasons. I had to invite these people because X, Y, Z, and that's it. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. If you're really that pressed about it, you're barely, you're not going to get an invitation. Like if somebody's going to question you and press you about not being your bridal party, um, they probably don't deserve a spot to be there anyway. Sorry, but that's just the fact. How do you say, so we're moving on now. How do you say thank you to your bridesmaids and what gifts do you give them? Now, when you first have your bridesmaids, um, I did not officially ask my bridesmaids with a bridesmaid box, which is now for some reason the trend is to give everybody a bridesmaid box, which costs like up to $200 per box. Like that's really expensive. And they usually have items that are a bit shit, like soaps and shitty candles. Like you don't have to have those things. I think when you're going to invite your girls out somewhere, uh, invite, you know, your, your girls to be your bridesmaids. I think like having a nice lunch with them and, you know, either creating something a little bit personal or, you know, writing them a card, asking them to be in your wedding party with, you know, a bottle of champagne or something like that is a really good way to do it. Um, or shouting everybody a nice brunch somewhere or a coffee. Like that's a really nice way to ask. And they're going to be really happy for you. If they're not, they're not going to expect a present, but how to say thank you um, with going on the bridesmaid boxes, like this is where I think the bridesmaid boxes come in because on the day of the wedding, you guys want to have matching pajamas and matching bridesmaids, um, robes and little tidbits, like a matching, matching pair of sunglasses or glasses, like champagne glasses. So with their names on them, like I'm getting that for my girls, um, because I want them to have them. But I'm giving that to them on the day of the wedding. I'm not giving it to them prior because it's a thank you gift. Um, and another thank you gift you can give them are personalized notes on the wedding day. 
do this before you get your makeup done because you guys are going to be crying, okay? I'm doing personalized one pages for all my bridesmaids about what they mean to me, the journey that we've been on, um, you know, creating connection with my bridesmaids. I want them to feel the love on the day just as much as I feel the love for my partner on the day because they love you. They adore you. They're standing next to you. They want to feel loved on that day. So do that for your bridesmaids, especially if you're on a budget. Like your friends are not going to expect a freaking Cartier watch, okay? Unless they do and then like, then you're in a whole nother ball game. You're, you're listening to the wrong podcast, my friend. <laughs> Bridesmaid boxes are a great option. Um, gift cards to their favorite stores um, in an envelope with a personalized note in them is a great option. Um, you know, again, a bottle of champagne or, you know, Something like that, like a bridesmaid box, like I said, um, is also a really good option. Now, you can make them yourself on Amazon. You can buy all the little things that you want to put in there on Amazon, or you can go onto a website like bridesmaidboxes.com.au, um, which have a really good selection and amount of um, bridesmaid boxes that you can get pre-filled um, with all the – they do all the embroidery and stuff like that, so you don't have to worry about it. But um, – yeah, those, those are kind of the things that I would suggest getting them. I don't think you need to go over the top and crazy if somebody's expecting that. Again, if they're expecting you to buy all of this stuff, they're probably not the best friend in the world and you should probably rethink it because if they're expecting you to buy a crazy expensive thank you gift, um, they're probably not there for the right reasons. So just a little bit of a rapid fire kind of wrap up. So what you want to do is you want them to know what they're getting themselves into. You want to ask them the financial viability, if they're going to be paying for anything and ask them what they're comfortable with paying and make sure that with this bridesmaid presentation, they know hundred percent what they're getting into. This means that they won't overstep their boundaries as well. If you put in your boundaries and your expectations of them, um, you know, you want them to kind of prepare to contribute some sort of gift or cash to you as well. If you're having a wishing well or registry, um, you don't want them to cause conflict with their other bridesmaids. So trying to mitigate that with the bridesmaid presentation, again, is a really great option. Don't be disorganized with your bridesmaids. Give them really clear instructions of what they're expected to do and when. Um, if you are disorganized with them, it will cause tensions. It will make them stress. They won't know what to do. And then you'll feel stress and it'll just be a vicious circle of kind of bullshit that you don't want to get yourself into. Remember that this is going to be a fun experience. Remember that your friends are there to have fun with you. They're there to enjoy the day with you. Don't put a lot of pressure on them to do and be your wedding planner, your best friend, your bridesmaid, your chef, your coordinator, your this, your that. Like, don't make them your gophers. Go for this, go for that, get this for me, get that for me. There will be some responsibility of them being a bridesmaid, but it's not their responsibility to plan your wedding and look after you 100%. That's your responsibility. Don't get it mixed up between family and friends. Like don't be a bridezilla about it. Be reasonable with your requests and yeah, don't expect like them to do the world and deliver the world for you because it's just not going to happen. People have their own lives. People deserve to have their own time just because you're getting married. It's not their financial responsibility and it's not their responsibility full stop to be involved in your wedding and to do everything for you. I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. It was a little bit manic to start off with as I was doing a TikTok live. I have now learned my lesson that I cannot multitask like that. (laughs) 
I stopped the live about halfway through. I kept doing the live for another hour, but now it's like three hours after I started recording this and I am beat. I'm spent. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, my link is in my stand store. You can at me everywhere at Party Girl Claudes. You can email me, Claudia at withsocials.com. Um, and I really hope you have a wonderful day or an evening wherever you're listening to this. Um, thank you so much for joining me. And I will see you on Friday for Confident Hour. Confidence Hour. Jesus Christ, I can't even remember my own podcast. God damn. Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye. See you next time. Bye.